big impact where we plant small seeds <laughs> to have a big impact in your life oh actually that a good oh you came up with one no i didn't oh what did we, you... we know that's self-evident but uh um eric posted something on his story i actually screenshot it because i was like oh i like how you worded that um i have to look for the screenshot so okay stall for some time <laughs> <laughs> oh, small habits, big results. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. I know, cool. that was a good Here one. Here small seeds, big impact. Small, small habits, habits, big, big results. results. Shout out to uh, Eric Hines. Big behinds. Oh, yeah. Is it big behinds or is it behinds? No, it's big behinds. Oh, it is? I think that's so. That's funny. I don't know. You know who you are. <laughs> and everyone who follows our social media knows you know who you who are, you too. Are. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Guys, today is my due date. August 1st. Sage is not here, so... Might be. You never know. Could wake up and he'd just be right there. I mean, just I, I, that would be a wonderful labor if I just slept all the way through my labor and then just woke up with a child. We almost didn't record this week because we've been doing massive amounts of projects. Yeah, massive. we have. We've been... Well, Small Seeds just has a lot of stuff going on as far as like prepping, getting ready for... <laughs> getting ready for next year. We have like... We're, do, we're basically doing like a whole big rebrand for next year. So we're getting all that stuff together. We're talking, we... We're playing catch-ups. I'm not catch-up, but we're, we're playing preparation. So yeah, I'm like, we're been, making sure we have hundreds of bars per flavor. So when Holly does go into labor, like... Shane can take I can, a bit of time I can, off. Yeah, I can help with that more and not have to be like panicked or rush to make By more bars. By the way, bars. thanks for everybody who... Purchase bars during our Super Sage sale. And afterwards, we're still getting I know. Like, Matt, like That's great. I'm ha very happy. Yeah. It's this is good. our best so, month. This July, because it's August 1st. July has been our best month since since the ever. pandemic. <laughs> Not ever. Since, yeah, but for at least a year Since now. COVID. A year and a half. <laughs> for a year now. Since, uh, like, March of 2020. 2019. 20. 2020. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've been in this pandemic for, like, six years now, so... Anyway, February of 2020 was our biggest, our biggest month. Yeah, or, yeah sorry. Yeah. But, and then we were like, ding, 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 form it straight down. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yes, thank you everyone who always so, supports yeah, just, us. And we've been really busy with our second business. Which, That's what you've been really busy with this yeah. week because I've been like mass producing some days and then trying to come home like full other days and... We were originally going to have another another podcast talking about being unreasonable, like ask unreasonable things and like and try to achieve unreasonable results. But we we're just talking, and I was like, "Could you build the website before Sage comes?" And you were like, "No." And then like, you built it. I know. I was like, "I don't think so." And then we were like sitting, we were like sitting at the table, I had my computer in front of me. I'm like, you know what? Let me just like play around and see if like to do the very minimum minimum. Basic, like give it a body, give it a story. Seventy-two hours sure. later. Yeah, I got it done in like. Yep. Yeah. I just proofread it. It is good. It's funny. It's awesome. I'm excited to share it with all of you. And yeah, so we were originally going to be like, oh, are we not going to launch this business until 2021, 2022? But now we're thinking fall. Now we're thinking probably sooner. Yeah. Because the website's good. As long as we get all the products and everything in, then. It's basically good to go. We'll be excited. So we're excited to share that. 
some people already know <laughs> what it is because you guys have been people told me that the reason how they've been finding that page is it's like a suggested page to them and then they're like wait what is this and there must be the people that interact with all three of us like, like small seed, yeah exactly. i know and then they're like wait what is this and then they click on it they're like oh shoot and then obviously if you guys listen to our podcast then you know we've been talking about another business and they're like oh this must be the other business <laughs> that's funny which is, that's like how like three different people told me they found it. So I'm like, oh, that must be how everyone's been finding it. Because I haven't shared it with anybody besides like my family. But have you shared it with anyone? Just some close friends, yeah. which is basically all I have no. families. So. <laughs> that <laughs> too. No, <laughs> which is, you know, a very small list. Three people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's been good. But today we are kind of talking about unreasonable, no, not unreasonable asks. That's, that could be, that's kind of tied in. I want, yeah, it could be tied into it. It's not, it's like being unreasonable and yeah. not in the aspect of like, you're a stubborn SOB, like be unreasonable as in pushing yourself beyond perceived capable limits. Yes. Ooh, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's what really be, is unreasonable. And I feel like everything we've ever done has been quote unquote unreasonable. Like, if you were to just say it out loud, you're like, no, that's not possible. But then when you actually get down to it, you're like, I can do this. Right. Yeah. Which is really cool. I yeah. think I think people who live that way actually have a lot of self-fulfillment. But anyway. We also get, like, super narrow-minded, like, really, like, laser beam focused, like, on things when we're, like, we're going to make it happen. Right. Once we make the decision that we want something to happen, it essentially happens in, like, a week or less time. Yeah, when <laughs> in the, 24 hours. Yeah when, yeah. when the decision is made, we become like obsessive, compulsive, full throttle. <laughs> this has to happen. And that's how you really, like we were just talking about this the other day. That's how you know if we don't even want to do something. Like, because if we don't want to do it, it's not it like that. It's very yeah. leisure. It's like a stroll. No, we are full blown. We sprint with rocket fuel. And even if it even if it's a full 10k marathon, we're still sprint, we're rocket fuel sprinting. <laughs> yeah. Until it's done. Until the end. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like when it's something we're like, okay, we both agree, yes, this is happening. We're excited about it. We're gonna get it done. And like that's how we are with like a lot of decisions. Even like our moving decisions, our starting the business decisions, everything. Like everything we do, we like basically are like, yes, find it, pull the trigger, do it. Yeah, and then like when you listen to it, it's kind of nice because I don't care about this aspect, but when you listen to like other unbelievably unreasonably successful people they all say the same thing they're like action 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 fast 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 fix that shit later yeah you know that's basically like the person who built netflix i listened to a podcast and he's basically saying like he coaches other entrepreneurs and all stuff and even like funds some and he basically says what what can you do legitimately right now to test your theory like you have to test 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 instantly before before you start dumping money into it before you start even like investing ideas in like research like yeah. just like let's see if it's even probable go do the the smallest baby step right now and that's like what's it called failing fail fast fail Whatever. forward yeah failing forward failing forward what? fail fast fail forward <laughs> yeah will, will smith says that fail fail fast fail forward fail often yeah yeah how about don't fail but find out <laughs> let's just change that to find out well, which takes failure right. yeah Failure is part of the process, and failure is what gives you... How about... I think it's more of, like, perceived failure. Yeah. Like, people think... Like, people get hung up about, like... They're like, oh, I really wanted it to go this way. But the fact that it didn't go this way is why you're able to do what you're doing now. 
as long as you don't give up. That's the trick. Like when, when you're like, oh, Hey, I have a mission. I have a goal. And I'm, and then that goal doesn't, doesn't work out. They quit. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe they closed that door. To so you had to turn around door. and go on the, yeah, exactly. And find another door on the left side. Yeah. That's what that's what I was gonna make this podcast. That's what I was that's what it's this gonna podcast be. was gonna be about today, about perceived failure. Actually, like your biggest perceived failure sometimes being your greatest opportunities. Yeah, it's it's what's that called? Cliche, but you know when you're upset, it's really a setup. <laughs> upset setup back is back. Setup upset. Don't get don't get bitter. Get better. <laughs> All right. we, we got these for days. I know, like, how many <laughs> But anyway, I mean, I know I've been talking about it a lot recently, but prison's my biggest example of that. Like, externally, it seemed like it was going to be the worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And it, and initially, it was the most traumatic thing that ever happened to me, but it was actually the best thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. That's where I really became who I was. Mm-hmm. So, but stuff like that. And you wanted to talk about the business aspect. Yeah. I was like, what's a personal one for me? Oh, I know. Just like, I saw you like looking. I'm like, like, do you have "Mm." one? Well, I feel like what I was going to say, maybe, is like not being able to get a job right after college. Like a good job. Oh, yeah. Like going to a good college, being like supposedly, you know, literally doing every single thing they tell you you're supposed to do. Did you feel like a failure when you you couldn't do it? I felt annoyed. I felt like this is literally how I felt. Fuck all of you. I'm going to fucking prove you wrong that you should have hired me all along. And you're going to be looking at me with whatever job I get. That's what I thought. All of you who think all is nice. She got dark side. (laughs) Be like, damn, we really wish we gave her a chance. Because the the problem after college is nobody just gets, they just don't give you a chance. That's the biggest problem. Which is what led my love to startups anyways. Because I'm like, I don't want to work for Google. I want to work for something with like someone with purpose. You know, like I want to feel like my work matters. And I'm not just like. No, of a course. tiny little screw in the in a giant machine. Yeah, and if if you did find a job that you really uh, love, yeah. small C wouldn't exist. I know. If I had like stayed, yeah. If I found a company I was like really passionate about, it's true. I would have never done anything with small C. I would have never had our own business, and we would never be here with business one and business two. Man, I know Crazy. it's pretty true. See, a but failure perceived, into, <laughs> right? Or, yeah, I think we need to redefine failure. Like not maybe not us at this right right here at this very moment but i think i think i was just like someone actually wrote me it's funny that you want to do this as a topic because somebody wrote like an instagram post and i and it was somebody i went to high school with back in the day and i like i wrote back to it because it was something about like them trying to restructure how they view failing mm-hmm. um or like trying something and it not working and like i wrote back essentially like that's that is the best way to learn to become the better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then I wrote in it, because um, I've been talking about this a lot lately, basically like, married to the mission, not how I get there. Exactly. Right. So, it's only, I think it's like only quote unquote failure. Literally, the only if time you, you fail up. if you just quit, like if yeah, you stop. If you give up. So it's not really like, we we're going to call it fails. Like, yeah, we didn't, we wanted to get this done, we didn't get it done. Yeah. Did we fail? No. We're just like. It's a pivot. It's a pivot. Yeah, that's way better. <laughs> you pivot. You just keep pivoting. Like, you have to just be able to, like, go with whatever comes at you. Right. Like, for... But no. it's true. Being married to the mission. So, like, what's the actual... Re- like... Not like, okay. hey, I wanted to open up my, whatever, my studio. Or I want to sell... Bo- 
okay, like the mission of Small Seed Bar, you know, it's to like, uh, it's to make healthy living, like healthy options affordable for everyone. And right? convenient. Right. Yeah, like convenient, Conveniently accessible. Convenient, healthy options, affordable and accessible to everyone. Right. That's the mission. How do we, how are we currently doing that through bars? But if it wasn't bars, it would also be okay. If it was like, suddenly we realized we had to be ready to eat meals or something. Right, like yeah. We could right. quickly pivot and be like, more people want ready to eat meals than they want bars. And to reach our mission, that's good. That's like the right. So yeah, so the bars failed. Boom. All right, we switched to food. Yeah. Or like the bars are food, but you, sure. you understand what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Whatever the case is. Yeah. It's more like, what what is the actual reason that you, what is your purpose? It's like the, was it Thomas Edison who created the light bulb? What was it for? Is that the is that the Thomas Edison who created light bulb? I have no idea. Benjamin Franklin. No, I think he created electricity. <laughs> he didn't create electricity. I think he mastered electricity. But I think it was Thomas Edison. But anyway, he said like I didn't. He it took him one thousand tries to create the light bulb. Mm-hmm. And he's like I I had to figure out nine hundred ninety nine ways it didn't work to figure out the one way it did. It did. Yeah. So like people would be like, oh, it took you a thousand tries, and he's like, no, it took me one try. But I had to learn ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine ways to not do it before I tried that one. Like that type of, like framing your mind. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. So that's what, that was like, anyways, what was making me think that when I was washing dishes tonight, that, that like those words of like, sometimes your biggest, your perceived biggest failure can be your greatest opportunity was like with COVID. And I'm like, you know, everything got shut down and like we lost all of our wholesale accounts, our you know even our direct to consumer really went down a lot we basically like went into negative like for months yeah we weren't able to pay ourselves all this stuff that could be seen as like a great failure and a lot and some people might have even like pulled out because they're like now we're in the negative and we you know but it actually opened up like a lot of doors or it, it opened up us to think about how to do business in it opened up way. a lot of ideas yeah right like, taking away us... our resources made us become a lot more resourceful. Exactly. So, like, even though it was costing us more money to keep the doors open, to keep Small Seed alive, we now, we made bigger realizations. We changed our entire recipes. We changed our, we we honed in on what, what do we really want to do. Mm-hmm. We, like, let go of, whole, like, the aspect of wholesale and getting into these stores. And then in doing so, we kind of realized, like, that kind of, like, not only, that not only takes away from us but it takes away from you guys as well you know and then and then we can then we like change our entire focus back to all right the consumer you know yeah our community however like when you're thinking business terms like like our consumer what do we really want to give them like what are we offering how can we focus on them and that's what we did and like stabilizing basically all through you guys and not wholesale at all and with wholesale, it's also like we were originally being like, okay, we have to consider all these things. And some of those things being like, we need to get women-owned certified and we need to get well, like gluten-free certified and all these things right. which cost money. Massive which would of money. have been, if COVID never happened, that would have been money we put into those sort of, into those things and not back into the business, which right. essentially gives back to our community, which gives back right. to the consumer, like, right? So, so when, just to, to give an idea... When COVID, when, when COVID hit and we were losing money like three months into it and like everyone's hurt because it's not just us, like everyone, the whole entire economy hurt. You guys yeah. were hurt. We were, we actually made our bars cheaper like because 
where we're like, fuck this shit. Like we need to care about you guys. And like, and that, and that's a part of like, we don't have, like if we're not paying, so like you have to basically pay wholesale to carry your bars. You, you give them percentages, but you're basically paying them. And then some, some places you also have to pay like shelving and stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You have to pay to display them. But if we're like, Hey, if we're not doing this and this is like, this isn't even the foreseeable future, like let's make our bars cheaper and give them to everyone, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which would have never happened without COVID. Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. We were on a totally different trajectory. Like our, I feel like our business model was on a totally different track, and then that that like shot our train off the track, and we were like, it blew it up, blew yeah. the track we up were, completely. We were like, where do we want to go now? Like, where do we want to go next? And how can we get there? And what's the best way to continue like serving the people who who have, especially like I feel like it was like such a like kind of personal, like it was such like a thing of like. Everybody who stayed with us during COVID, it's like, we know all of you by name. Like, we love all of you. Like, you guys, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, so personal. It was, like, I know that, like you were saying, like, everybody's hurting. Everybody's struggling. No, I'm sure everybody took a hit in some way or another. But it was, like, you continued to support us in every way that you could. And that meant, like, so much to us that we were, like, fuck wholesale, kind of. Because they don't give a shit about us. Not kind of. Not kind of completely. We're, like... We, we just kind of made a decision, like, we like we want to make you guys, we decided that we're going to make our community the number one focus, and we're going to do everything we can and how we market and how we build our brand and how we price everything for you guys. And we believe that eventually, small seed community, small seed, whatever you want to call it, all of, all of us will become so big that these wholesale accounts will just reach out to us and be like, hey, we want to carry your bars, and, they're gonna, and we're not going to pay them the percentages. Because we're going to have the same mission and be like, yeah, okay, you want our bars? Our community comes first. They have to be in your store for this price. Yeah. And that's they that. They have to be able to, yeah. Exactly. Like, everyone has to be able to afford them. Exactly. And that's, yeah. So I feel like it really, like, opened up. And like you were saying, it allowed us to really also hone in on what our mission is, how we can, like, reach more people with that, and... Right. It's actually like when I think about my entire life, like the the moments where I have the least amount is when I realize what I want most in life, which is pretty, which is pretty funny, you know, knock you down, funny, like ironic. Yeah. Um, Sometimes well, you just got to be at your lowest low to realize what's, what's the most important thing. Yeah. And being broke and being in prison are two lows. <laughs> it's not just being it wasn't being broke it's like basically on the verge of losing everything yeah. like we took a huge gamble we started the company we had people who depend on us we have like we have yeah we have a child a house you know we have yeah there was there's tons of things where so when, when you're it's like yeah we're broke but it wasn't even about being broke i could be broke if it yeah. wasn't for like if we didn't have opal i would be broke in a second yeah no problem i don't care but and like we have family that's really vested in us, so yeah. Got yeah, prove everyone right. It's not just us. Right. We could go. We could go live how we lived in San Diego. <laughs> I'll go less. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, and and with that free time, like if it wasn't for that amount of time and being still, like we would never even of the second business would never have been born. Oh no. Like. One, because we wouldn't have the time. Like, our growth would have been so... Like, we would be full-blown crazy. I would be spending no time home, and there would be no room for another business. But also, the what 
what even put us on the trajectory of this business was another business that basically was like, I don't know if last year rocked them or what, but they were kind of, they wanted to sell. Yeah. Because they realized business is hard. Yes. And I think that especially, they're in a really great industry for what happened last year and, and they had growth, but I think that through, even with all of that, I should say, they realized that like business is not, it's not a one way street. Like you're going to go up and down, up and down, up and down. You're not just going to continuously over three years be like, Oh, now I'm a $10 million company, you know? Right. And not only that, like, which is kind of like, I don't know why everybody gets this idea in their head of like (laughs) five years is all I need. Like, just give me five years and you convince yourself like in five years, I'm going to be here. And then when you're not there, when you're not where you thought you were going to be at year three, that's when most people are like, okay, they, think they, they either give up. Yeah, exactly. Right. They give up because they're like, I'm obviously not doing like whatever I'm doing is not working. Or you realize like, LOL at myself three years ago, I thought I was going to be here, but it actually takes more like, I feel like we just talked about this now. Last time. It actually takes more like 10 to 15 years right. of where I thought I was going to be in five years. Right. But like, for me, it's like it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. Like I think most people get fixed on, and I think that's because we I, we did we talked about this in the last podcast. I think people have the wrong intentions. Yeah. But I'm like, if we're like full throttle, we're gonna do it in five seven years, and we operated that way with that mindset. When it's five and seven years and we're not there, who the fuck cares? All right, we're doing five to seven more years. Exactly. And I'm just like still go. It doesn't yeah. slow me down. Yeah. Because I'm not. I don't care how long it takes. I care that I'm doing it. Yeah, that's the same with me. But I do think it's funny when you get to like whatever, year three, and you look at, you can, like, look back at what you had thought where you were going to be in year three on your track to year five of where you thought you were going to be. You're like, I'm not there. And you're right. It doesn't, like, for, for like, us and for me, too, personally, like, it doesn't, like, upset me. I don't feel like a failure. I don't feel like any certain way. I'm just like, okay, let's keep fucking going. Like, fuck year five. I don't care about five years. I don't care about seven years. I don't care about ten years. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. And continue getting better and continue like providing it to more people, continue making a bigger impact for like my mission and like that's the ultimate goal. I don't care what year it is, you know. Right. So yeah. But COVID was one of it definitely was like rocked us and rocked a lot of people, but it also allowed us to like take a step back, slow down, take a step back and like focus on what's actually important to us. Yeah, and like, and and make the process better. Yeah, like, and yourself better. Like that's that should be the response. Like, if this if this ever happens again, the correct response is like, okay, I have no, they're like everything's slowing down no matter what. Like I'm taking I'm taking losses no matter what. All right, take this time. You are slower. Hyper focus. Fix like fix the leaks. Yeah. Perfect the process. Exactly. Perfect the product, and then. Be, and then, yeah, like, what are the things before that you maybe wouldn't have had time to slow down and do? Now right. you have the time to slow down and do it, figure it out. Start reimagining what you produce, like, how you're going to get there, and, like, take that time to really get better. Yeah. And that should be that should be every quote-unquote failure. Because that's, that's, like, if you're going to win, that's the only thing you can do. But if you, if you, if you stay in that failure, you're going to fail forever. Exactly. It's moving through it. It's like taking what you learn from it and then moving forward. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? No, I mean we we got some <laughs> we got some other stuff that's happening from it all, like basically like moves we have to make now. But I don't think we're going to we're going discuss to that, discuss right? it. But yeah. like you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. But anyway, we'll discuss it when it 
It's it's another one of our things that we impulsively. I feel like it, being impulsive has a very negative connotation around it. The word being. That's because most people are emotionally impulsive. But like, when I think about myself, I'm like, I'm extremely impulsive. Like I make decisions, and I'm like, and I'm like. Nothing can, like, you cannot, like, once I'm, like, stuck in my decision, I'm like, you literally cannot pull me out of it. Yeah. I think, like, I, I think, though, between the balance of, of us, we make rational, impulsive decisions. Yeah. So, I'm like, it, we make the decisions and we make them really, really fast, but which they're, is, they're which would be considered the right ones. Yeah. You know? But I'm saying, not, like, that would be considered impulsive. Like, I know. But I think most people are emotionally impulsive. Yeah. But I'm like, I sometimes think it gets a, a negative thing around it because this is, like I would say, this is another impulsive move, but this is a move that we kind of like, we were put in a situation and we're like, okay, these because are- of this, because of the same situation, because yeah, yeah. because of COVID, is that what you're saying? Because yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because of the COVID situation, we we're put in like another straining situation where we're like, okay, we really, we only have a couple options. What's the best of those options? Are what are we willing to like sacrifice? What are we willing to do? And then we like pick, okay. Option A or whatever, you know, yeah. and we're like, and then go, go, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and, now it's, and basically made that decision in 24 hours, <laughs> literally in 24 hours. We made a decision and spent like the entire day researching it. Yeah. And then the next day, but the another one that has a negative notion around it is obsession. Like people think being obsessed is really bad, and I'm like, the top people in the world who you all praise are obsessive. Like obsessive is excellence. And everyone you fucking loves Edison it. Edison wasn't obsessed with getting the light bulb right there. Right. Like, <laughs> you, I think most people don't like the obsessive term because then they get left out. And they only care about themselves. Because if you're obsessive, you're like, like if just the, your friend out. is obsessive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or your family. And they're like, they think. It's more of like they feel neglected. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not about you guys. It's about the other person. Just saying. So, yeah. I agree. And we are obsessive when it comes to our impulsive decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and business. like, Or just life. You know, my, I'm very obsessive with everything I do. And if you're not a part of what I do, you really don't have room. Like zero. Yeah. You're obsessive with every little part of your life though. Yeah. Like if you get on something, it's like, that's it. Yeah, exactly. doesn't matter what it is, but like it could be be absolutely nothing. I'm saying like even something like as dumb as like. I like this new energy drink, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you know, like something like Every so other drink, yeah, go exactly. in the trash. Like, it's just like, and I'm going to drink it every day, and I'm do this. And I'm- I get pretty hyper-obsessive about tests, too. Like, if I start something, like, for instance, the, this is just a funny story, so we'll tell it. Like, where we had this uh, padding on Opal's crib. And it was okay, like, yeah. and it was like, and it was had a sticky goo and we put it in the attic and it obviously like melted and heated and, and Holly was cleaning it. And then I went up there to like go up there to help her. And I legitimately, <laughs> this, this is my personality. I legitimately won't stop until I finish a project to the point where I put a three layer blister into my thumb and it's still not healed. But like, but also I just won't, Holly's like, you, like you're done. It's so much better now. And I legitimately, I refuse Absolutely refuse to stop until something's done. I just can't. I just won't do it. You know? And I get so frustrated. It's clean now, guys. It is. It looks nice. I get so frustrated when I can't complete a test. Like, I think of that one time when we were uh, at that lake in San Diego, and your your parents like, oh, can you muscle up? And I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. And you guys laughed. You guys went around laughing. I was, like, still trying, still trying. trying. And then I dedicated the next three (laughs) weeks after every single workout I attempt. I I forced myself to attempt muscle ups, attempt muscle ups until I until got them. Got it. Because <laughs> I I could. I just couldn't let that go. 
It's actually true. Shane's like someone who can be like, can you do this? Or like, yeah, if you ask him like, can you do this? Like he has to do it until he can do it. Even if he hurts himself. He like right, I will. Fact, factually true. I just, I refuse uh, to lose. Which is what gave me your injury oh, for God. an entire year. I was like, we were all doing handstands on the beach. And I was like, I bet you Shane can do one. He's like, I don't know. Did it? Oh, does a freaking backflip or whatever those are called. Hyper, yeah, I went <laughs> and, up and over. Hyperextended my wrist. <laughs> all bad. And then the second time, and then literally six months later, I trip going up the stairs. <laughs> and I catch myself in such a weird position and I hurt my other wrist. That one, that that injury has actually been way worse than my hyperextension yeah, injury, yeah. but nonetheless, it is almost healed completely. And nonetheless, you always do something if it's asked of, or you try until you get it. Yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like legitimately anything that I need to attempt. I like have to do it, and if I can't do it, I'm going to keep doing it until I do it. Yeah, I'm like, eh, I can't do that. But that's just my part. That's like that's, that's who I saying, like to be. Difference. I know that is. It's funny because that's how you are. That person gets shit done. You do. Period. And I'm always like, I know that if I ask you, hey, is this something you can do that you'll figure out how to do it, no matter what. That's pretty. So true. sometimes I joke, like laugh to myself because I'm like, what would I do if Shane's not here? I've become so uh, like, oh, I know Shane's gonna be able to do it. What I was called. <laughs> like, I just don't even attempt anymore. I'm Find like, a way. I know Shane can do it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I know this was it's a little different than a normal podcast because it's not really like it's more like encouraging than like educational or like other things. But you know, hopefully, maybe it'll it'll cause people to like maybe think back of former perceived failures, or even if where they felt stuck, right yeah, and then and then be like, oh, how can I look at that and see what I gained, and then how can I look at that to see how I can use it to my advantage? That's the other thing. Speaking of the same mindset, is like. Everything that happens, even when it's bad, I refuse to not let it work for my good. Like, mm-hmm. I just absolutely refuse. Like, maybe maybe I'll get into a slump for a little bit and maybe, like, some shit will happen. But once I, like, once I recalibrate myself, I'm like, okay, how can I use what just happened to my, to my benefit? Mm-hmm. Which is also a good mindset to have. I agree. Yeah. Like, nothing bad actually happens to you. It's... That's another cliche saying. Like... Things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Yeah. I'm full of them tonight, guys. <laughs> All right, we gotta jump off of here. <laughs> this All is right. gonna be, this podcast can be called. Stage could be due anytime, guys. So, just Maybe. like every episode, if we disappear for like one, two, or three weeks because we don't have anything stored up on the backlog, uh, just bear with us. And next time you see us, maybe Sage will be here. Yes. Hopefully. We'll find out. <laughs> We don't care, we're here to put you in the face